Welcome. Thank you for joining us for this episode from Avondale Baptist Church. We are so happy to be sharing the Word of God with you and hope that this message is a blessing to you. And now, here's Brother Richard. With everything that's been going on around the world with uh, Russia and Ukraine, and, and we're just seeing how that all is unfolding and we start wondering, you know, how is it going to be here on American soil? How is it that uh, it's going to affect us? We're already seeing how this war is affecting us. But I want you to understand that we're in the middle of a war that is far more devastating than what we're seeing in Russia and Ukraine. We need to be at the church and to be in prayer for for the Ukrainians and, and just to ask God to just intervene. But I want you to know, church, that we are in a war ourselves. And so this series that we're in is we're going to be talking about the armor of God and how it's important to be suited up with the whole armor, not just pieces or or bits of it but we got to Paul tells us that we got to have the whole armor of God last week we started off with the belt of truth and we've talked about how important it was to have that belt and and you think about a belt a belt nowadays is to keep our pants up right and 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 the scripture tells us that Paul tells us that it's the belt of truth and that's where we need to begin is that we need to know the truth who is truth? What is truth? It's Jesus. I heard that word. I heard that, that name, Jesus. Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word and you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth and what? The truth will set you free. And we're living in a world where it's just full of lies. And so if the truth is supposed to set you free, what does a lie do? It keeps you in bondage. It keeps you, me, us, in bondage if we fall into the enemy's lies and into his schemes. I was just experiencing that this morning. I was telling Becky uh, uh, this morning that, man, I just uh, the enemy's really attacking you know, you, uh, Todd took a vacation this weekend, and, and you don't realize how much he does until you have to do it, and you forget that you're supposed to do it, and so you're scrambling around and trying to get things in order and organized. And God says, I got this. I had to be reminded. But the belt of truth is what is where we need to start. Do you know truth? Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? That's the beginning. This week, we're talking about the breastplate of righteousness. What does that mean? What does that look like? Our scripture is going to be in the next couple of weeks is going to be in Ephesians chapter 6. 
verse 10. And we're just going to read this all the way through in hopes that maybe we as a church can memorize this. That we know how important it is to be suited up with the whole armor of God. I asked you last week, how many of you came to church with your cell phones? And like 99% of y'all, Martin's like, oh, I got to put that on silence. That just reminded me. <laughs> but how many times, right? 90, probably 99% of us raised our hand and said, I got my cell phone. How dare we leave the house without our cell phones, right? <laughs> and when we do realize that we lost our cell phones, we backtrack. Everything stops, right? Oh, where's my cell phone? I got to look for my cell phone. I have to go get it. I went, I left it at the house. You go back and get, go back and travel back to your house to go get it. I left it at work. Oh, I got to go back to work and get my cell phone. That's the same kind of mindset we have to have with the armor of God. We cannot walk out of our house naked where the enemy can just attack us. We have to have the whole armor. And this is what Paul says in verse 10 of chapter 6 in the book of Ephesians. He says, finally, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not our might, not my might, not Avondale Baptist Church might, but in his might. And he says, put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, the enemy schemes. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up. He's saying, therefore, take up. The whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil days because the evil days are here. They're coming. If, you have, if you're not going through a struggle, you will be going through a struggle. Or you may be just getting out of a struggle. But they're here. So that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. He says, stand therefore, having girded your waist with the truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, taking the shield of faith, in which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. We have to be in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. We have to have our eyes open. We have to be intentionally seeing things, intentionally watching things. 
and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for this morning. Father, I pray that uh, we would just surrender it all to you. That we would experience you in a way that we've never experienced you before. In a way that is life changing. Father, I pray that you would just anoint this time. We love you. and We ask all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Breastplate, breastplate of righteousness. What is righteousness? We've, hear, we've heard that word so many times, especially in the church, and we talk about the righteousness of God. I have been ripe because of Jesus' righteousness. And it is, uh, the definition of righteousness is acting in accord with divine or moral law. Being free from guilt or sin. Morally right or justifiable, a righteous decision. I was given uh, this picture, and this is the the armor of God soldier that uh, I was talking about last week. And we have this at the shop, and it breaks it down, and, and it says that the belt of truth, truth keeps us from giving in to the world's beliefs. Comparing your beliefs and actions to the truth of the word of God. The breastplate, the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is being honest, good, humble, and fair to others. It means standing up for weaker people. See, sometimes I used to think, well, I'm right with God. I'm right. Uh, I am right with God, and, and it's because of his righteousness that I'm good. But I didn't know it was actually a, a verb. It's an action. See, righteousness comes because we know the truth. We dig in, and we see the truth. And because we know the truth, and because we know Jesus, because we have a relationship with Jesus, because he's changed my life, and he's changed your life, that it makes us want to do what? Live a righteous life. That means to be honest, to do the right thing. How hard is it for us to do the right thing? Oh, I just think back as when the boys were young, you tell them not to do something, then they do it. Don't touch that. That's hot. It is? Ah! I told you so, Right? We, righteousness comes when we know the truth and the truth makes us realize and makes us make the right choices because the truth is based on God's word. Righteousness is God's standard. And this standard is based on truth. I want you to understand that. See, the truth is the information Base that tells us the right thing to do. And what's the opposite of that? It's wrongness. Doing wrong. 
Psalms 119, verse, uh, verse 137, it says that you are righteous, Lord, and your laws are right. The statutes you have laid down are righteous. They are fully trustworthy. Finding truth. I hope that you came with your belts on today. Knowing truth. And the truth is to set us free. To set you free. Jesus even says in John chapter 14 verse 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So when you are coming to receive Christ. I want you to understand this. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. It says that therefore if anyone is in Christ. He is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. This is what's so, I just love this. Because when we receive Christ, we are new. We are a new creation. Spiritually speaking. Spiritually speaking. See, I want you to understand that everything that we're talking about, it has to do with the Spirit. It has to do with the Spirit. Yes, I've changed. Yes, you have changed. But my body hasn't changed. It won't change until I'm, my physical life is done here on earth, and then I receive that new body. But there's another part of us. Is our soul. Our soul is, is, is our emotions. Our soul is our feelings. Those are the things that we struggle with. Those are the things that, that really leads our, our physical body to do things. If you understand what I'm saying is, is we have a spirit, soul, and body. See, when we receive Christ... We are a new creation. Our spirit is new. We have been redeemed by the blood of Christ. But that doesn't mean that we're done. That doesn't mean that I've received Christ. I'm good now. I'm done. I got a place in heaven. No, there's also this process called sanctification. And this is the part that we are in. And that sanctification is for our soul. We start thinking differently. We start reacting differently. We start saying things different. Why? Because it's coming in within our spirit. Our spirit is leading us. Our spirit is revealing things, the truth. And as the spirit reveals more truth, our soul starts changing. Our, starts, our soul starts looking at the righteousness of God and the right things to do. And when our soul starts having that transformation, guess what? We'll start doing. Our body is going to start doing things. Instead of wanting to punch people, you just want to hug people, right? And I want you to understand that. And Paul says he, he connects this piece of the armor of God. He connects the, the righteousness with a breastplate. Now, I was walking around here with, with this bulletproof vest, and, and I know some people were like, is that a bulletproof vest he's wearing? And why is he wearing that? And, and I started seeing some people probably was asking, was a little f- <laughs> fear maybe, scared, like, 
is the church threatened or is there another shooting or, you know, but let's be honest, it's it's true, It, it does stir things up in our hearts, like why is that? Because that's the kind of world that we're living in. But I want you to understand that the battle is not against flesh and blood, right? It's the spiritual battle. That's who we need to keep our focus on. And so I asked the uh, chief uh, Sheridan with the, the uh, police department if he had a vest that I could borrow. He says, yes, we got one. And, and I was asking them, what is your, your policy in wearing a vest? And he says, when we're out in the streets, when we're on duty, we have to wear it. It's, it's part of our uniform. It's part of our clothing. And I put this on, and, and it, it is kind of heavy, and, and I can see how it could be uncomfortable. And, man, having to wear that for 8, 10, 12 hours a day, you know, of course, with all the belt, their belt, and everything else that they have connected. But they do that, and, and they set it in their protocols and their policies because they know that it's a life-saving device. It's a life-saving device. Why is it a life-saving device? Because it protects the heart. It protects the heart. The heart is a vital organ. How's your heart? How's your heart this morning? Is your heart full of rage, anger? Maybe your heart is, feels lonely. Maybe your heart feels like just something just not, isn't right. See, this is why Paul is saying that the breastplate, the breastplate protects our chest. The breastplate of righteousness, of righteousness. It protects our vital organs. See, this is what I want you to understand. We come to church. We come to church with trash. Okay, let's just be honest. Every single one of us, we're not perfect. But we're striving for that righteousness because of what Christ has done. And I heard this analogy put it this way. When it comes to righteousness and when it comes to to understanding, and it's like we have trash. What happens if we don't throw the trash? It invites bugs. It invites the flies. It invites the rats. It invites the roaches. Right? And a lot of times we, we want to deal with the bug problem, but not really deal with the trash problem. It's not until we have to physically take this trash out of where it's from, where it's at, and take it to where it belongs, and that is the dumpster, for the city to come and take that trash away off of your property. And so many times, though, so many times as Christians, we want people to think that we have it all together. And all we're doing is just sweeping the trash in the closet, sweeping the trash under the bed, sweeping the trash in another room where people can't see it. But the problem is still there. 
problem is still there. See, when we realize the righteousness of God, that what we deserve, we have a trash full of life, life full of trash. And when we receive Christ, he wants us to get rid of all that garbage. But so many times, we don't. We don't. We may throw a little bit here and a little bit there. And the next thing you know, the enemy will start telling you, you don't, you're not a follower of Christ. Look at what you did last week. How do you love Jesus when, man, just what you were thinking? What were you thinking about that guy? What were you thinking about that girl? You're not, you're not a believer. Look how you're living. You don't love Jesus. And that's how the enemy is coming in through that breastplate. He gets us as the heart. And then what do you think? We start having doubt. I am, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I don't have any friends, so I'm going to be isolated. I can't find a church, so I'm just not going to go to church. He, he, he begins to start attacking our heart. The vital organ, the heart that gives us life, that pumps blood. But when you know what God's word says, and when you know what Jesus has done on the cross because he loves you. And you know that about his grace and about your mercy and about all the things that you have done, that you have been forgiven by the blood of Jesus. And that's when you can stand up to the enemy and says, I don't care what you say about me because my God thinks differently of me. My Jesus thinks differently of me. My God loves me. And he loves you. That's why it's important to have that breastplate of righteousness. That enemy comes in to our hearts. The enemy comes in and starts, does my wife really love me? Does my husband really love me? Yes, she does. Yes, he does. Does my God really love me? Yes, he does. Breastplate of righteousness is an important part. It's an important piece of the armor. But church, we have to be willing to throw the trash out. We have to be willing to completely give that garbage to Christ. We have to be willing. It's just like that song that we sung just a while ago, I Surrender All. Do you really surrender all? As Dallas comes up, I want us to have that opportunity. I want us to have that opportunity to come to the altar and and, and just truly Surrender it all. There is no formula. There is no way of doing it. All it is is just God says, just come. 
and surrender. See, in order for you to really understand the whole armor of God, we started off with the belt of truth. And we're going to start off with that this morning. Do you even know Jesus? Do you even know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? If you don't, then the enemy's having a field day with you. The enemy's having a field day with your kids. The enemy is having a field day with your job, with your friends, because you're walking out of the house every day with no, no protection. And so I ask, if that's you this morning, you need to take that step of faith. Take this opportunity now to come and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And that way, when you walk out of here, you are prepared. You're ready to fight. But let me tell you that you might be thinking, yeah, how am I going to just receive Christ now? And you're telling me I'm ready to fight? Yes, because it's a spiritual battle. How do we fight against spiritual things? Not on our own, not by our own doing. We got to have a spiritual soldier, and that's Christ. That's the Holy Spirit. So if that's you this morning, please take this opportunity to come. I'm going to ask Becky to come up here with me. Thank you, Father God, for this wonderful message. We pray that it has been a comfort and a blessing to our listeners. Thank you for taking the time to join us here at Avondale Baptist Church. Until we see you again, always remember, Jesus loves you.